What's up, Trailblazing fam? Welcome to another episode of the Empowered Millennials podcast with me, your host, Angela Gentile. And thank you for tuning in. So let me just start off by saying this. My stance on being child-free is not a rally cry for people to completely abandon motherhood, unless, of course, that is what you want and that is what works for you. The stance that I take publicly on Instagram and even just personally in my life is more about allowing lifestyles and choices to exist with legitimacy, the same as more traditional choices. All of those choices are important and necessary to share. It's why these points of view about being, you know, child-free or just lifestyle choices, whatever they may be, allow for deeper conversations about what life can be outside of the norm. And it's empowering to know that there are so many folks like you, there are so many folks out here looking to grow, level up, and connect with one another. It's why like, we're all just throwing our middle finger out here, bucking the whole system, choosing a life that serves us, that's our truth, and loving our choices wholeheartedly. Because it can be, cho- it can be challenging. Let me say that again. It can be challenging when you the, are the only one deviating from the norm, you know, like when you're the only unicorn in a stable full of horses, it can feel isolating, lonely, and there must be something wrong with you or you're crazy. This is what this entire podcast and the Sweat Remix movement community is about, a place for you to land, a place for you to claim your truth, to move and be big and bold with people who get it, because I want you to know you're not alone. So if anything I'm saying is resonating with you, I invite you to tap into our community to check, to join the Unicorn Club, and you can find all this information in our show notes at the, uh, on the, what do you call it, platform of this podcast. So uniting this community of child-free folks is powerful because I want you to know you're not alone. You're not the only one on this earth. You just got to like find your unicorns and bust out the stable. So I'm pumped to bring out today's guest, Kimberly Fisher. Kimberly is 29 years old, married, child-free, and she spends her time making content for her online child-free community, playing video games with her husband, spending time in nature, petting her dogs because yes, and enjoying her simple, peaceful life. So I'm excited to have this conversation today and welcome Kimberly to the show. (laughs) Hello. Thank you for having me. What an introduction. I don't even need to say anything. You got it all. (laughs) That's it. We'll just mic drop it here. That's the podcast. Thanks for coming out, guys. That's it. (laughs) We're done. Ah. No, thank you. I just want to say like I I connected with you on Instagram Mm -hmm. because you have such a very strong, powerful, beautiful, safe space for people who are child free. So I appreciate I appreciate that. I appreciate you. I appreciate you saying that. Thank you. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your platform. First of all, let's just start with that. Okay. So I started it because much like you said, it can feel a little lonely when you feel like a unicorn in a stable of horses. And that's a very good way to put how I felt when I was probably, I would say mid Mm twenties, like you said, I'm 29. So probably around 24, 25, I started looking around And realizing everyone that I knew, like went to school with, everyone in my circles and extended circles even, all they were doing was having kids. Mm -hmm. And it it was very much a feeling of, 
Um, hello, does, does anyone else know that we can do something other than have children? Like this, this is just an option. We don't have to do this. And mm-hmm. I loved what you said in your introduction about like your stance does not mean that you expect everyone on the planet to be child-free. That is such a misconception of my content in general, I think, because I am very opinionated. That's why I was like, we must be friends. Like right. <laughs> um, people, people will watch my content, whether on Instagram or YouTube. And I get the comment a lot that, well, if everyone thought like you, the the world would end. There would be no humans left. And I'm like, well, <laughs> you know, not everyone does think like me. I feel like we can all agree on that. So that was pointless. But anyway. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for your comment. Appreciate it. Thanks for right. watching. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I started all of my stuff because it was just very lonely and isolating feeling like I was the only one in my area who had chosen not to have children. And it is very much a choice for me. I've never for a single day of my life since I was little ever wanted to be a mom. It's just never something that appealed to me. I don't even like kids and people get really upset when I say I don't, but it's like, I just don't vibe with kids. I don't want to hurt them. I don't want anything bad to happen to them. I just don't want to be around them. I don't want to interact with them. So I don't. And so I'm not going to have any, you know, what good parent would I be if I didn't even like kids? That doesn't make any sense. I think a lot of people don't like kids and end up having kids uh-huh. anyways, you know? Yep. I mean, I mean, I think there's this collective camaraderie around parents of like how much it sucks and how annoying your kids are and how mm-hmm. like the shitty things that kids do make your life so difficult. And it's like, tee hee, yep. ha ha. And I'm like, well, wait a second. Like, you're all saying that this sucks, like sucks mm-hmm. bad. <laughs> so, so I don't understand like what the you know, the fact that you're speaking on it and recognizing it and also saying, Hey, no, thanks. Not for me. I think that that's such a beautiful thing, you know? Right. Like, and I always say, anytime I address the fact that I don't like kids, I always make the point to say that like, if a child-free person says, I don't like kids because they're loud or annoying, or they can be gross or any of the things people lose their ever loving minds. Mm -hmm. But if a parent says the exact same thing, it's like you said, tee hee ha ha, let's bond over it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, motherhood. And it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> what yeah. the fuck? So, yeah. 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 So I think let's get into a little bit about, you know, your background. Cause I know we talked off, mm-hmm. off recording a little bit about this. Like, you know, when you're saying you're growing up and you're looking around at 24 years old to like start having a family. Um, I'm older. Right. And I just, the thought of that so young, that's crazy to me, you know, but yeah, talk a little bit about like what growing up was like in that life and that, I guess, pathway, like why that was just the, the, the appropriate pathway for a lot of people that you're growing up with. So I'm born and raised in North Carolina. That's why I sound as my husband lovingly says, like I fell off the back of a turnip truck. (laughs) Um, that's where the accent's from now you know I love that should I be laughing I don't know if I should be laughing you can laugh I don't care it's fine I know what my accent sounds like it's okay to laugh I make fun of it all the time so I think it's great I wouldn't have known the difference about like which dialect from North Carolina or turnips or not like I wouldn't know so it's beautiful turnips just something he made up it's not even real (laughs) but um 
So I grew up in North Carolina. I'm still here and it is very religious here. And my family is very religious, very conservative, all of the things that I don't like anymore, you know, and growing up in church, there were no examples of people who didn't just grow up, get married, have kids. That was the life path that was given that was the life path that was talked about. That was the life path that was quote unquote ordained and the godly mm-hmm. way and all of yeah, the things. Just indoctrinated into. That's yes, it. That's the yeah. word indoctrinated. And mm-hmm. so even as a young kid, I knew I don't want that. It never seemed appealing to me. I never liked kids that were like real young, like way younger than me. I just never. It just never felt like me. But even though I had those feelings when I was younger, I still thought that at some point I would have a kid because that's all I knew. Mm-hmm. It's it's like I just didn't even know that there was another option out there. Right. And I don't really know when I realized I didn't have to, but at some point, I guess, when I was probably probably 13 or 14. I don't know. At some point, my brain registered. You don't actually have to though. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I I think, were you, I'm sorry, were you like sort of in that role too of because you were a girl at parties and at family gatherings and stuff? Like you were just like always with the kids, taking care of the kids. Like you should want this kind of thing. Luckily I'm an only child. Thank heavens. I loved being an only child. It Mm -hmm. it fit my personality perfectly. I'm very introverted and it worked for me. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And my family's pretty small. So I had like second cousins. I didn't have first cousins until I was like 10 or 11. And I was never really put in that like parentification role of having to take care of younger kids. And I'm really glad I wasn't because I know I wouldn't have enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, no, but I'm, no, I'm glad I didn't have to do that. <laughs> yeah. Cause I think, I think sometimes we just like take on the roles of the adults around us and they're mm-hmm. just sort of like passed on traditions, like the, the operating manual, right? Yeah. Like factory settings, like this is just what we're getting. And this is just what you do. You're watching the women around you. I know for me, it was like after big, I have a big Italian family and everybody would come Mm. over on Sundays, like after church and stuff. Um, and all the men would be at the table too, but who would the fuck would be cleaning up Mm -hmm. and cooking? Do you, do you know what I'm saying? And like, like just (laughs) clearing their plates and shit while they got to sit there. You know, and no, I, think, I did see that. Yeah. Right. And I think when you're a perceptive kid and you kind of have that fire in you, you're like, what the fuck? This isn't right. I don't, this seems dumb. You know, this is off topic, but related. No, I it's not. I vividly it. remember when I was young, my mom was upset because there were dishes to be done. And I'm at the age where like, I'm old enough to be doing dishes, but I also didn't want to be doing dishes because cleaning is boring. And I'm a little bratty ass kid. Right. Right. So I remember telling my mom, why do we all not just wash the dishes that we dirty? Like you wash your dishes. I'll wash (laughs) my dishes and dad can wash his dishes. Like to me, that seemed fair. Like I'll wash my plate. I'll wash whatever I dirty. 
but I don't want to wash everybody's stuff. And she couldn't give me an answer as to why my dad wouldn't wash his plates and his silverware. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. Okay. Now looking back on that as a 29 year old, I'm like, okay, dad. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Cause like, I don't think that they have answers other than like, well, that's just what we've always done. You know, he can't be tasked with washing a dish. Yeah. Like, like (sighs) weaponized incompetence. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah. That all the emotional, I mean, this, uh, that now we're getting into the patriarchy friend. Let's let's go. So all connected though. It really is. It is. Cause I think like if we're kind of staying in this realm, right? Like women at the, you know, our parents kind of grew up in this society and in this point in our culture where like family and romantic relationships were the the survival mechanism were the most legitimate way to build wealth and a family and stuff because women did not have economic agency we didn't have economic opportunity to build our own lives so now we're out here being like i could do this myself like what is the allure of that kind of like what is the allure to that I don't know if that serves me in the direction that I'm going. And I have other options Mm -hmm. other than that. You know what I mean? Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Mic drop podcast over. Goodbye. Game game (laughs) over. See you later. Let me close this. No, but I think, I think it's like you said, it's very much all, it's very much all connected, you know? So on your platform, like when we're saying, you know we're getting into the nitty-gritty of like the patriarchy of like this what it means to be a strong woman what it means to like sort of deviate and define your life as you decide and as you see fit how do you handle some of the bullshit that comes your way um well it's been a learning process for sure sure because um I started on Instagram and you know, when you first start out posting stuff, like the algorithm hasn't figured you out yet. Mm-hmm. So typically in my experience, at least on Instagram, I didn't really get a lot of hate at the beginning because new people hadn't found me yet. When you start growing on the internet is when you have to have thick skin or you just have to be like, you know what? This isn't for me. Bye. <laughs> Those are kind of your options, you know? Um, And because I'm so opinionated, uh, people don't like it. And, you know, I have my face on the internet and I have a buzz cut. People get really offended at the fact that I am a woman who doesn't want kids. I don't look like a typical heterosexual woman should quote unquote should look right and i don't know i'm just pissing people off left and right over the dumbest existence like your mere existence like causes people pain yeah but i will i will do the caveat it mostly causes men pain and i'm not Mm. saying that to be like this like crazy raging feminist or something um but it's just the truth i've gotten Mm. most of the meanest comments that I've ever received come from angry men. Mm. Do you want to, do you want to share a few of those or not so much? 
Um, I mean, I can give you like approximations, you know, yeah, um, yeah, verbatim, but yeah, like a lot of people will say like, oh, you don't have kids because no one wants to have sex with you. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, mm-hmm. I'm married and my husband does want to have sex with me. So that's false, <laughs> you know, um, and, or, or I don't like just you're bald. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good one, right? Yeah, good job, Kevin. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Because I think Um, I think those comments tend to be very much like immature digs about the physical appearance. They're not they're not intellectual uh, dissent. You know what I'm saying? They're just like the thought of if everyone thought like you, we would all go extinct. It's like, Mm -hmm. but no one said that. Yeah, that's not you are assuming that, and and you know the. The ever popular, you're going to die alone, have fun with your cat. It's like, how dare you? I'm a dog person. Get it fucking right. <laughs> you're going to come at me for being an animal person and get the animal right. At least. At, at the very you least. Obviously don't even know me. <laughs> a cat it's person. God, yeah. Yeah. Women who leave hate comments typically go more for just, you're not a real woman or mm-hmm. you're not a good person because you feel this way or more emotional things. Maybe the men go for more of the, the physical like mean stuff. Yeah. Like mean comments. Yeah. 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 Women have smarter hate comments. Honestly, I guess <laughs> this is the best way to put it. I don't know. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Everyone's just internalized misogyny just coming out into the yeah. into the woodwork right yeah. now yeah but dealing with it is just I mean sometimes it is hard because yeah. no one likes to check their notifications anywhere and see that their content has been flooded with just bullshit mm-hmm. right no one hopes for that I mean maybe some people do but I don't I don't hope for that I don't want that I'm not trying to attract ridiculous misogynistic assholes with my content i'm trying to find child free by choice people who just like the content that i'm making (laughs) yeah and seek validation and find like support in it you know right that's what it's for. Like, Hey, you're just like me. I see myself through you and look at the life you're living. You're giving me permission to do the same. Exactly. And you know? My personal favorite way to deal with hate comments is to screenshot the funniest ones or the best ones or the ones that I'm like, mm, I have something to say about this. I screenshot them. Nine times out of 10, I block the person because I don't mm-hmm. want to deal with them. And then I make a piece of content using the hate comment. That's probably my favorite way to, to use yeah. them. Yeah, because thank you. Thank you for making more content and thank you for letting this reach more people. I appreciate your content, your comment. Thank you so much. Exactly. <laughs> I and love they really that. hate when you actually say that to them. And I have said that to people be like, I'm for sure using this for content. So thanks. Yeah. They get mad yeah. and I love yeah. it. What do you mean? Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> delete it. And you're like, it's too late. I've already, I've already screenshotted it, but I appreciate right. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Keep doing that. Keep doing that all day long. <laughs> so how would you define, because I think, you know, 
what I want to talk about now is, is what you're doing to trailblaze like your own path and your own life, because the people listening, we find inspiration through people's stories of what they're doing outside of the norm. Right. So what are you doing now to sort of trailblaze your life? How are you living this epic life outside of the role of motherhood? I mean, honestly, it's kind of a loaded question. I'm sorry. There's a lot in there, but I mean, uh, I, <laughs> my answer is boring though. I'm sorry. My, no, like, I love it. My life, like it really is so simple and low key. Like I, I always tell people I'm not one of those stereotypical child-free people that you hear about that love to like travel and go do crazy stuff all the time. There's nothing wrong if you're that person. I love that for you. I wish I was more like that truthfully, but I'm just not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I love that like YouTube and Instagram and like social media stuff is like my job because it's great for an introvert. <laughs> I just get to sit in my bedroom and make videos, right? And sit on my couch and edit those videos by myself. (laughs) (laughs) And like, my life really is simple. It's me and my husband. We just do our thing. We, We play video games and sit on the porch with our dogs. We go on day trips, day trips Mm -hmm. I love. And as far as like trailblazing in the child-free sphere, goes I feel like I want to be the child-free person that speaks on behalf of other child-free people who don't feel like they're being seen in other child-free spaces because Mm. when I first realized that the word child-free existed when like in my mid-20s when I was having those lonely feelings I got on the internet like one does you know (laughs) I found the child-free hashtag on Instagram and I found some really awesome accounts. And I also found some other accounts and other pages that didn't fit what I was feeling and didn't feel like my story. And I didn't relate to them. Mm -hmm. And when I started talking about my child-free perspective and my thoughts on things, I realized, oh, wait, there are actually a lot of other child-free people who think these things and who feel similar ways to how I feel and they don't feel like their thoughts are being heard in other child-free spaces. And sometimes, unfortunately, the thoughts, for example, of like not liking kids is shut down in certain child-free spaces. Interesting. Interesting. And I mean, there are certain child-free spaces and it's their right to run however they want. Making Mm -hmm. that clear, it is their right to run however they want. But there are certain child-free spaces where you cannot say anything negative in any capacity about a parent or about a child, whether they deserve it or not. (laughs) You can't say anything negative. And and that to some child-free people feels very stifling. It Mm. feels very like toxic positivity almost. And I feel like it is healthy to be able to just you have to have the positive and the negative. I'm very much on board with that. You have to have both. Mm-hmm. You can't just have just positive. You can't have just negative. You have to have a good mixture of both to have a well-rounded space. And mm-hmm. that's what I try to do. So I always say in my content, like here on my channel, in my Instagram, wherever it's 
100% okay if you don't vibe with kids. It's 100% okay if you have never wanted children a day in your life, right? It's 100% okay if you don't fall into that quote unquote cool aunt uh, stereotype <laughs> that a lot of yeah. child-free people get put on them. It's all okay. <laughs> yeah. I so, love yeah. that because sometimes we bypass some of those things. Like we're supposed to want to be some sort of maternal role, even mm-hmm. if we choose not to have kids ourselves, like we, and I even do it sometimes. Like I am, I am the fun aunt, but I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, you know, I, I, I am. And I, but I think sometimes we, we try to like use that as a way to mitigate maybe some of the shit that we'll get by saying that right, we don't want right. to be child. Like we want to be child-free, but I love kids. You know what yes. I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not an asshole of a woman. If I like mm-hmm. say that I don't want kids, you have to like back it up and coddle yeah. it. There has to be like a, nice a qualifier. Little... Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's so interesting. My whole thing is like, just say I'm child-free. There's no qualifiers needed. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've made like videos in the past where it's like, like I said earlier, I, d- I don't like kids. I don't qualify my child-free status. That doesn't mean I want anything bad or harmful to happen to anyone or any children. Yeah, of course. But people just get very offended by that. Even child-free people get very offended. It's like, I'm not telling you, you can't like kids. I'm not telling you that you can't be a cool aunt. I'm just telling you that you have choices and that not every child-free person is the same. It's very bizarre. I know, (laughs) I know. People get upset. Yeah, Yeah. what they choose to get upset about, you know? Yeah, yeah. So when you are, you have, I love like such this strong, like adamant, like stance that you have when you were, you you said you were 24 when you were like, really, this is, this is it. I don't want to do this. Well, any, uh, uh, I probably knew like, I, I for sure knew I wasn't having kids by like 22, I think is the year I got married and me and my husband had already decided like, we're not doing that. Yeah. Um, what was that conversation but, like with your husband? You know, where, yeah. Well, well, <laughs> it's another boring answer for you. Um, and I wouldn't recommend this at all to anyone, but so me and my husband have been together since we were 15 and 16. Okay. So we really grew up together right. and I had my past that led me to never wanting children, right? I never wanted them. And that's where I ended up. I don't know if he ever even thought about it when he was younger, but he had things in his life that happened that led him the same direction. So essentially we're both just really lucky that we grew up together and we both grew in the same direction for completely different reasons. (laughs) And it worked out. Yeah, we it's crazy. We actually neither of us can remember ever sitting down and actually having a serious conversation about like, are we having kids together or not? Like that is insanity. Do not do that. (laughs) Do as I say, not as I did. Okay, (laughs) Have a conversation with the person you are going to marry. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But I mean, it, it was just such an organic decision for both of us that I I just don't think we ever felt the need to even sit down and have a real conversation because it was just like this innate knowing we mm. both knew we don't want kids. Neither of us want kids. We're going to get married. And then he got a vasectomy like a year later. 
That was really, that. that was the conversation that we had. Wasn't, are we having kids or not? Was you want to get a vasectomy? Oh, okay, <laughs> sure. Go for right. it. Right. I'll drive you there. Idea. Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I think that, oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Ahead. I thought I you were going to say that. No, no, no. Yeah. I, I'm not, that's so interesting because I think a lot of people, you know, when you're dating and you're having the like first date conversations, like, hi, how are you? Do you go to therapy? Do you want kids? Like, what, you know, like, yeah. like those are the kind of the conversations. And I mm-hmm. think you are like, that's such a kismet situation where it both sort of aligned itself to each mm-hmm. to you, you to align or, you know, yourselves to each other to have that shared point of view. Cause yeah. I'm sure you've seen a lot of situations where maybe things have, you know, gone very differently, you know? Oh yeah. I mean, I read about them all the time on the internet and like for my yeah. channel and stuff. And, um, I don't, I see a lot of unhappy couples. Yeah, I'm sure. Acquaintances. And, um, yeah, I, I actually, you know, thinking about it, I do know of a woman who her and her husband went through a lot of trouble to have a child. And then before that kid was even a year old, they were separated because he was cheating on her. Yeah. And I'm like, why did you spend thousands and what thousands were we doing? Do we not have a baby yeah. if you were just yeah. going to cheat on her and leave? What yeah. the hell is that? Yeah. Do so we yeah. not have that, that conversation around? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think that's the expectation too, right? You know, you get married and that's the point of marriage. Mm. Someone of- actually left a comment on a video the other day of mine that said, what's the point of getting married if you're not going to have kids? And what would you say to that? Because, you know, and like, honestly, I didn't even answer. Cause I'm like, that's a stupid ass question. I don't got time for this. You know, that's another way to deal with hate comments. Just ignore them. Cause you don't have Norm, time. Go yeah. live your life. Who gives a yeah. shit what these people say? But, um, I, I would be like, well, I mean, if that's your thought, what's the point of getting married at all? You can have kids without being married. So it's, it, I mean, really, it's just a piece of paper. So you don't even need the piece of paper to have kids. So why are you getting married at all? That's what I would ask them. It's like, it, it's just a choice, just like anything else. If you want to get married, get married. If you don't, don't. Why do you care yeah. why people are getting married? Exactly. What difference does it make to you? <laughs> right. Yeah, because that's that's the point. You can define your partnership and your marriage, your relationship, however the fuck you need to so that it works for you. Everyone has a different version of what partnership is and what works. There are some partnerships that I'm like, I wouldn't do that. But just because I wouldn't do that does not mean that it is not someone's version of partnership that is effective and healthy for them. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Absolutely. Because truthfully, like me and my husband lived together before we got married. After we got married, we had this little piece of paper that said we were married and I changed my last name and all the things. I didn't feel any more in a relationship with him than I did the day before we got married. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's like, I fully really. recognize that. Honestly, we got married because it's just quote unquote, the thing you do probably. <laughs> we got married because it's better for taxes. We got married because with like the law, right? It's easier. It's more people take your relationship more seriously when you're married, right? Mm -hmm. That's why people get married. That's why we got married. (laughs) Yeah. Like I want that tax break, yo. That's it. 
Right. It. Like it's I, not I, this I big deep thing. It wasn't, it wasn't for me anyway. Yeah. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have right. to be, it can be like, do you want to send a middle finger to the government? Cool. We could do this. Right. We can do this. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I don't, yeah, I don't, it, it could be whatever it, whatever it needs to be. Yeah. You know what I'm it's saying? Like, it's not, it's not that big of a deal. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So what would you say to people who are, you know, God, there's so many avenues that we could go who are maybe in a relationship. Cause I think maybe your perspective on being married. Cause like I talk my shit as a single woman all the time, but like mm. who are in relationships or maybe even engagements or even marriages where the conversation of kids, maybe they didn't do this before they got married. Right. But the conversations of kids are coming up and one partner is like, I don't know, or I don't think so. How would you, what advice would you give when maybe we're not on the same page? Couples are not on the same page with that. To couples who are not on the same page, there is no compromise. Mm. There isn't. There is no compromise. Because if one person in the relationship, they want a child and the other person does not want a child, and that is where their minds are, that's where they're settled, there is no compromise. If you don't have a child, the person who wants a child is not fulfilled in something that they want. If you do have a child, the person that doesn't want a child is now stuck having a child and being a parent for the rest of their lives. And I know some people will say, oh, until they're 18, that's bullshit. You are a parent until either you or that kid dies. Yeah, It doesn't stop. My mom is still my mom and I'm 29. She still acts like my mom sometimes, even though she doesn't necessarily need to. (laughs) There is no compromise. The only way it could work is if one of the people genuinely and truly change their mind but then I personally I would always worry that the person who changed their mind didn't actually change their mind and that it would turn into resentment and hurt feelings and eventually splitting up getting a divorce whatever that looks like for that situation and you know so yeah yeah because are you changing your mind because you want to hold on to the relationship Are you changing your mind because you're like already like fantasizing about the outcome and like having a whole fantasy of what your life could look like, you know, but I I think you're right. What you said is, is resentment and a relationship cannot thrive Mm -hmm. and, and, and grow when there is resentment on either end, you know, I think it's just playing with fire. Like both parties need to be in agreement uh, I mean, it's a huge life decision. It changes everything. There are no, there's no way around it. It changes everything. If you're not in agreement, you need to get on the same page with a quickness. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's why having those conversations prior to getting involved. Yeah. 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 Do as I say, not as I do. Not as I do. <laughs> Unless you just happen defense, to. <laughs> though, you know, we were 15 and 16 when we got together. Don't at me about it. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> It all worked out. It's totally cool. It's fun. Because, but I also think too, there, there, anybody can change their fucking mind at any point in their life. Like Mm. nothing is ever an absolute. You know Mm. what I'm saying? Like, I think even when you're getting into a marriage, like that's not an absolute, that's not a guarantee. We hope. Right. You know what I mean? Anybody's point of view can always change at any time. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, this is just the, when we roll the dice, this is life. This is life. (laughs) You know what I mean? mean? You could keel over tomorrow. So that's it. We're all on borrowed time. (laughs) All of us are on borrowed time. 
Yeah. So tell me now, let's, um, before we kind of like wrap up a little bit, what are you, um, what do you got going on? That's really awesome. And that you're proud of and that you're pumped about. Oh, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm over here just chilling, doing what I'm always doing. I recorded (laughs) some videos before this. I gotta go edit. Yeah. Uh, You know, I'm, I'm just making content. I mean, this is like what I do full time, you know, um, we don't have any trips planned because we're getting stuff done to our house. So but we that's exciting. Well, know, or is it like no, new, found, stuff, new foundation type shit? Yeah, it's stuff like that. It's stuff yeah. under our house. So it's not even anything that's going to make it look better. <laughs> it's very <laughs> boring, but, you know, we'll figure out stuff to do around here. It'll be all right. Great. At That's least we great. have the money to fix our house because we didn't spend it all on a child. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's a perk, man. That is a There's perk. There's always to a have, silver lining. To have some extra income that you didn't have to spend on somebody else. Yep. You know, that's beautiful. Yep. Big fan of that. Big fan mm-hmm. of that. All <laughs> right. So before we close out, we're going to play a game. Okay. Called How Millennial Are You? And I know you're like kind of on the tail end of the millennial. Okay. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, we do all right the points are real and everything matters okay, okay. cool <laughs> this is life or death this is if it. i lose this is i it. cease to exist <laughs> that's it that's it um your gift will be in the mail all right okay so they may get a little bit harder as we go okay. on okay okay all right take a breath you're sweating yeah. <laughs> okay Let's stretch it out yep you got it all right first question question one which one of the following was not an MP3 player, the Microsoft Zune, the Apple iPod, the Dell DJ, or the Sony Fly? Hmm. Do you want me to read them again? What do we need? What do we need? (laughs) This is a hard one. Okay, I feel like I had something called a Zune or something. I never had an iPod. Okay. okay. I wasn't cool like that, but I know an iPod existed. What were the last two? A Dell DJ or a Sony Fly? I'm going to go with Dell DJ was not an MP3. Okay. Final answer? Yeah. That is incorrect. Gosh. Well, it was a Sony Fly. Oh, I'm disappointed in Sony. They didn't make an MP3 player? Because Sony's probably owned, Sony's probably owned by one of the other companies that was already doing it. You know what I mean? Mm, Yeah. Well, I didn't even know. I'll just cease to exist, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) We got two more. We got two more for redemption. Okay. Um, All right. Question two. It's the age Doogie Hauser was when he became the youngest licensed doctor in the country. I ain't never seen no, that huh? show. I ain't Shut never, up. Uh, no, I ain't never seen it. What's the name of the show? Doogie Hauser. Oh, that's the name. Okay. Um, so wait, do you not know anything about Doogie Hauser? It was Neil, Neil Patrick Harris, right? Yes. And he was okay. like a whiz kid, like yeah. child prodigy, and he became a doctor at yeah, age throughout a number. Boom. Correct. Really? Okay. Hey, we of it. I've just okay. never seen it. That's okay. I would, um, you know what? I wouldn't say I'd recommend it because it's, I haven't watched it since it was like on TV. So it mm. could be a garbage show. It could okay. be a real garbage show. See, um, I know Neil Patrick Harris from How I Met Your Mother. I Met Your Mother. Yeah. So 
you know. Yeah, very not Barney Stinson in this. No. I'm a baby. That's going to be my excuse for this game. I'm a baby. I'm a baby millennial. I, I can't do this. Okay. Well, last one. I think this might be up your alley for some reason. Okay. Seinfeld? No. Okay. <laughs> I've never seen a single episode. <laughs> do you want me do you want to try it you want to go for it anyways yeah let's try it. For it let's try it in the seinfeld episode the contest which character won the contest and ended up being quote the master of their domain i don't even know any other their character names. on that show great but seinfeld yeah final answer um <laughs> the tall guy what's his name kramer <laughs> yeah sure him Kramer. No, that okay. is incorrect. It was George. It was Costanza. Oh, the ball guy. The ball guy. Okay. Well, I, darn. I mean, we got, we got one. So high five. Nice job. We did it. Thank you. We did it. Yes, we did it. It was amazing. I'm That's so proud. Like I said, your present is in the mail. Okay. <laughs> is that, okay. What is that game? I need to know. It's, um, I got it for my 40th birthday. Okay. And it's just like a trivia game. Oh, Okay. Yeah, they have all different ones on on Amazon. So you can do like decades, you can do like music ones. Yeah, you know, it's fun. I'm gonna get me a copy of Hello 2000s. 2000s. I might and I might, get, I that I might get that one. I might get that one. I might get that one. There are some. I was born in '93, oh, so like I don't remember a lot of the actual '90s. <laughs> but if if we did like a boy band trivia, you'd be like all over that. No, because I was incredibly sheltered because of the religion thing and wasn't allowed to listen to it. So if I had Christian rock questions on here, you would nail it. Mercy me? Gotcha. No idea what that is. No idea. You're fine. I can only imagine that band. You're not missing much. I'm going to put it in the show notes. Everybody can watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do that to them. Don't do that to them. All right, Kimberly, tell everybody um, any final words or anything that you have parting, parting inspo before we sign off. Um, inspiration. You are valid. You are worthy. You are enough without children. For one, you can find me on Instagram at KimberlyFisher.cf and my YouTube channel is Child Free Kimberly. Love that. And all that will be in the show notes, y'all. So make sure you check it out. And again, tap into this community. We got you and come move with us. All right, my friend, thank you so much. I appreciate you you being here. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Oh yeah, baby, we made it. Thank you so much for listening. You can find all the information on today's guest in the episode show notes. So be sure to give them some love. Please follow, like, rate, and review this podcast wherever you are listening. Your support means so much and it helps the folks like you find our tribe of trailblazing badass unicorns. Don't forget to join our free text community. Just text the word sweat remix to 855-534-2890 and you are in. Get your weekly doses of inspo and motivation to live your truth. And for more information on how you can join the Sweat Remix movement community, visit sweatremix.com. Thank you so much. And remember, go be epic.